0: Hello, and welcome to Called Bank Sports. Man, it's just been a rough past 10 games for the Jazz so far, hasn't it? It's been really hard to see them just struggling defensively. And frankly, to- tonight, man, while they had some offensive woes, the defense definitely did not help. And that's really the highlight. When you look at it, Um, Washington... I believe is one of the best, if not the best teams at getting into transition, but they shockingly are one of the worst teams at scoring in transition. So going to the fast break points, um, I'm really floored to see that Washington only had 12 because it just felt like they had way more than that. Um, the jazz only had three and that was because of a late three point shot by Royce O'Neal, I believe. So, when you look at that disparity right there where right there, that's nine points. And how many points did you lose by? Nine points. So I mean, Washington does have one of the most high octane offenses in the league. They're consistently able to get up those points with Beale and um Westbrook, who are both just volume scorers. The best example of that, I believe, is the like whatever the final score ended up being when they were able to beat the Nets. Um, I believe it was like 140 plus, 140 plus for each team. And while there might have been overtime, those numbers are just crazy to see. Um, those are all-star game-level stats in a regular season against a playoff contender. So really, um, yeah, Washington's going to get theirs, but you need better defense. The Jazz are the number one um, half-court defense in the league so far in the year. in the year. And they've just really fallen off a cliff Um, starting with I think not the last game against Philadelphia but the game before that when Joel Embiid wasn't on the court. It was nice to pick up a win against Boston on um, on what day was that? (laughs) The weeks are just blurring together. On Tuesday and it really looked like the Jazz had got back in rhythm but it's definitely just fallen off from there again and the jazz now have to fly from washington dc all the way to tampa bay and play toronto tomorrow night who's also on a losing streak um i believe they've lost their last 5 and frankly you need to win but toronto's also primed for a win i mean they're at home the jazz are on the end of a back to back where they just lost the first game it's it's not looking good for utah Overall, And it's really sad to be talking about a loss tonight um, when you have a season high from Donovan Mitchell with 42 points, which is respectable. But even more disappointing, um, when you had Joe Ingles finally cross the 27-point mark. That's been his career high, and he's been hitting 27 points. I believe he's got it a couple times this year, and he finally hit it. He went 8 for 10 from 3. He was 1 away from breaking that Jazz single-game record it just ended up being wasted and I apologize that was I don't know what I just did on my um computer everything just went blank so I really hope I only said the curse word in my head apologies if I said that out loud so Thankfully, this stream is still going. But um, yeah, just really rough, you know. And what it comes down to is Boyan. Boyan is not clicking tonight. He was 0 for 6 from 3, um, 2 for 6 from inside the arc, and 2 for 2 from the line. He's just, he hasn't got back in rhythm. And on a night like tonight, where there's no Mike Conley to really take the ball from him, we just need to see him do that, and it's, just been, it's been a really big struggle for him overall. So let me um, get to the comments here real quick and see if we can keep this going. I'm sorry. Today's been a long day, and the Jazz losing definitely didn't help. But Will Jensen um, says, I'm done waiting. It's time to trade bogey right now. Um, I'm so sick of him just kissing shots and sucking on defense. Or missing shots. That makes so much more sense. Yeah. I have a—I have a hard time with the bogey thing. And it's a lot easier for you to convince me to trade bogey when we talk about the Jazz being able to possibly get to the Western Conference Finals. And then the NBA Finals. But after last year... It, and after last year seeing Mike Conley not play well and seeing him become what he's become today, this year is just something that I really expect to see Bojan come back. But the Jazz need Bojan if they're going to make it to the Western Conference Finals. And if they're going to make it to the NBA Finals this year, they need him to be playing well, and he's not. And he's definitely the most tradable piece on the Jazz because while other players have um, had on and off games and like Clarkson's had a rough stretch, Bojan has just had an absolutely terrible season. So... Let me um let me just look at his stats overall. So he's averaging 15.4 points, which is actually tied 16th, 64th, sorry, 64th overall in the league. Uh, but you just we just need more from him. And games like tonight, it cost us his lack of defense. And while there was an overall lack of Jazz hustle, if Boyan has a better night and he puts us his up his 15, the Jazz are in it. And really, overall though, like. Oh, tonight, sorry, my brain's just kind of scattered right now, but tonight it was just really just an overall, overall bad effort from the Jazz. And while I want to say Mitchell and Ingles did well, I, I didn't watch it, so I know obviously offensively they did great. But when you look at Donovan being minus 12, minus 10, which is actually the worst minus for the, plus minus for the Jazz is Clarkson at minus 12 and Mitchell's the second worst at minus 10. So he does need to pick up on some defense. It's overall just been really rough for the jazz. And obviously they go through these stretches last year. They had a stretch where they won like 20 of 21 or something crazy like that. And then they went on a nine game losing streak. And while I don't expect to see um, the jazz go on a nine game losing streak right now, they're like, They've lost five of their last seven, I think. And while thankfully other teams in the NBA are falling, you know, the Jazz are just really like taking a nosedive. When you look at what's ha- currently happened um, with their projected record on 538, they're shockingly still projected to get the one seed by four, by four games over the Suns. But if you drop the game to Toronto tomorrow, I, j- I don't see positive things happening for Utah from there. Um, Sawyer Parker said in the chat, that game was not good. So many teams are trying to break the Jazz strategy and treating it like a playoff game because they're so good. Yeah, um, obviously they have the best record in the league still. Teams want to come in and they want to beat Utah, and so that's what they're trying to do. And you have Russell Westbrook, who after a couple of um, circumstances in Utah where some fans (laughs) said some things that I certainly do not condone. um, He definitely doesn't like Utah either. So he wants to beat them for that. He wants to beat them because they're the best team in the league right now. You have Bradley Beal who, while he is the leading scorer in the NBA, is doing it on one of the worst teams. Is still an elite love- offensive player. So, it, so it's just been really... It, it was just... They put a lot of heart into the game tonight. And the Jazz just couldn't be bothered to run the court either way. They didn't get any points in transition and they didn't stop the Wizards in transition. So from that perspective, you expect the jazz to lose. And they did now credit to the jazz. Once they were down by 24, the fact that they got back in that they were able to get it back to seven twice is super, super impressive. There is some heart there and they did show some hustle being able to do that. Now I would have loved to see them get back in it entirely and at least make there be a lead change, and that didn't happen, but they I mean they did keep playing through the whole game, and that's something that we need from Utah is we need them not just to give up, and while they did give up at points tonight, there were still there were still highlights to this game, and some good things to take away from it. so looking at the statistics, I actually think the most interesting thing is um the jazz that the Wizards only shot 17 threes and they made seven of them. So they were at 40 plus percent, but it was not a lot of shots. And if you look at it, um, Warriors game aside, where Steph Curry went off, it does seem that the games that the Jazz are losing is when the other team is able to um, either have some incredible paint, uh, um, just a couple of incredible paint scores, like the 76ers have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Most teams don't have you know, a a pair of teammates who can get in and just score at will in the paint, even when you have Gobert there, it's hard to, he can't guard two people at once. So that really hurts. But also just teams that can hit the long two. The Jazz do an amazing job at denying the three. They're the number one team in the league. But, you know, when you have Bradley Beal, who let me look at Beale's stats, he did definitely play well from the three-point line. Um, he was four for six from three. But he was ten for eighteen from from two today, over fifty percent, which is amazing. And lots of those were not inside the paint. So the fact that he can just kind of put the jazz in a limbo there, while that shot is losing a lot of favor in the NBA. It is a way that can that kind of breaks the jazz. So overall Rough game. I'm really hoping that the Jazz are going to pick up a win against Toronto tomorrow. I'm actually going to be on the road listening to that one, driving back. Um, so, I'm going to end up listening to the Canadian broadcast of the Jazz Raptors game um, that's being played in Tampa Bay, Florida. <laughs> it, when I'm in the state of Utah, just based on my the radio signal I'm going to have. And I'm going to have to do SiriusXM, but... Man, I, I hope they can pick up a win tomorrow. I'm not confident in it. Just with it being the back a back-to-back and hopefully Conley's back tomorrow. If he's not, I don't think the Jazz are going to pull out a win. Um, Will Jensen added, when Bogey is struggling, Quinn needs to play Urson or someone else. So I understand that from a winning tonight. That if the Jazz had brought in some other players and benched Bojan, they might have won tonight. Quinn's job right now, though, is to get Bojan back into form. Because if I had the option of having the one seed and having Bojan playing like he is right now, or having the three or the four seed going into the playoffs, and having Bojan playing like he was at his peak last year, I would take the three or the four seed in a heartbeat, no questions asked. The Jazz need Bojan back. And I don't know how, how Utah works. I don't think Quinn... Is able to go to Dennis Lindsay and say, or Justin Zanik, and say, "Hey, trade Boyan." I think that that's kind of separate, and Zanik and um, Lindsay make their own choices, and they might talk to, to um, talk to Snyder some, but I don't think that Quinn has any say in that. So right now, I do understand that Quinn needs to get Boyan back into form. That is his job, and Boyan's not going to start playing better from being um, from just being benched. Uh, so that that's my take. I do think. Bojan's get only gonna shoot his way out of this if there's any way out of it, and so we're gonna have games like tonight where he wasn't able to shoot at all. Um, where am I going? So I, I'm really excited for tomorrow. So I'm gonna head to Vernal, Utah area and visit my grandparents. Um, I got my second dose of the of the COVID nineteen vaccine a couple of weeks ago since I work for a school district, and so I haven't seen them in over a year, and I'm just. They got their um, shot a couple weeks ago too, and I have tomorrow off school. So I'm just really excited to go, to go see them. So it's, (laughs) I um, need to get a few more things done before I go, but that's, that's where I'm headed off to tomorrow. So I'm excited for that. And um, Sawyer said that they're going to St. George. Well, have fun in St. George. I hope that you're able to be safe down there and enjoy some warm weather. Um, It's been nice to have some springtime weather up here in Salt Lake County for sure. So I think Ingles and Bogey are so similar. Um, Bogey's more of an athlete than Ingles is what I'd say on that one. And obviously that doesn't translate as much to, to as much defense as we want. But um, because of that, he's definitely more of an offensive prowess. So... Man, I I just wish we had bogey from last year. If we had the bogey who could go off for 20, 30 points at any given night, we'd just be a rung up. And all of these games where we our defense struggled, he'd be able to, instead of being a liability on both ends of the court, at least make up for that impact on the um, offensive end. So, yeah, I, we'll see. I don't know. I... I totally get the limited time window, let's trade Bogey now. Um, And we'll see what the Jazz decide to do, but you either need to trade Bogey for a really good defender who can shoot the three, and there's not a lot of those right now, or Bogey needs to get back in it. Like, that's that's where the season hinges right now. I think the Jazz's defense is going to get back on track. I think Clarkson will kind of come out of his slump, but Bogey right now is just like the... Will they, won't they trade him? Will he, won't he come back? Just something that people don't really, don't really know. Um, are we going to talk about Gobert taking that three though from Will Jensen? I mean, at least he took it. I wish he made it, but it, I mean, it's a corner three, but <laughs> when you're shooting with what, less than two seconds left on the clock, just because it's that or a, or a violation, wish it had went in that maybe, you know, maybe that swings the tide enough that we win tonight. But sadly, it was not to be. Um, so, uh, Sawyer, I'm super stoked that you're going to see your grandma. I um, I know COVID's been really hard on people and um, separating families. So I'm super excited that you're going to see your grandma this weekend. Um, yeah, it's like when Ingalls was in a slump. He will get out of it soon. <laughs> um, that was also from Sawyer. Yeah, so I'm interested. Um, I, I'm interested if I want to see the Jazz just rest some guys. Obviously Ingalls rested a few games, came back just on fire, absolutely has played has been amazing since. Um and maybe that's what Bogey needs. Maybe Bogey doesn't need um to be benched. Maybe Bogey just needs to sit out a game or two and the jazz need to lose those. But he just needs to have a minute to breathe. I'm not sure if that's the best thing. Obviously, Quinn um knows the players a lot more than I do and has a personal relationship there, but we'll see. Um, but, th- but that's really just where the season hinges and Ilya Sova will hopefully see on the court soon. I don't know why. Well, I do know why you didn't put him out there tonight. Like the jazz did keep flirting with it where if you get a stop and you get a three pointer, all of a sudden it's a two point possession. It's a two possession game and maybe you could win it. Like Washington handily won this game but the jazz did kind of keep sneaking into it. So that that's my take on tonight's game. Hopefully I'll be able to do a better post game tomorrow night on um the Toronto Raptors, but thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Um and if you're watching this later, please leave a like so more people can find our channel and subscribe. We do um we do post games after every game and we also do a weekly episode on Saturday. So thanks again everyone for tuning in and have a great night.